Good morning, brothers and sisters. This is Pray With Me. Let's get these blessings started. I'm your host, Pamela Staten, and today is October 31st. This is the last day of the month, and what a month it was. Wow. Lots of memories in October. Hopefully for you, too. I'd like to dedicate this podcast today to Jackie. She's visiting Los Angeles this week, and uh, the weather has been a little wonky. Um, But anyway, I hope she gets to accomplish all of the things that she wants to do and all the beautiful sights she wants to see. Okay, let us pray. In the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, amen. Good morning, God. You're ushering in another day, untouched and freshly new. So here I come to ask you, God, if you'll renew me too. Forgive the many errors that I made yesterday and let me try again, dear God, to walk closer in thy way. But Father, I am well aware I can't make it on my own. So take my hand and hold it tight for I can't walk alone. Amen. God has to take the hands of those in 27 different countries listening to this podcast. Take our hand, Lord, hold it tight, because we can't walk alone. Amen. God, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference living one day at a time, enjoying one moment at a time, accepting hardship as a pathway to peace, taking as Jesus did this sinful world as it is and not as I would have it, trusting that you will make all things right, I surrender to your will so that I may be reasonably happy in this life and supremely happy with you forever in the next. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He maketh me lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil, my cup runneth over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Amen. I know the Lord is with me. He is helping me. God's mighty power supports me. Stay with us. We'll be right back with some more prayers.
And we're back. The Christian life rests on the foundation of God's promises for today and for the future. We can trust everything that our Heavenly Father has said because His words shows Him to be truthful. The Lord knows what is true and speaks honestly in all matters. We can be assured of this because He is holy. There is no sin in Him. He is also omniscient and understands everything. Hebrews 4.12 His promises are based on His infinite knowledge and truthfulness. We can trust God's word because He is faithful. Scripture compares the Lord to a shepherd who gathers the lambs in his arms and carries them close to his heart, Isaiah 40. What he has planned for us, he will bring to fruition, Romans 8, 28. Our Heavenly Father does not waver in his intentions or will. We can trust God's word because he is loving. God's love for us was demonstrated at the cross. He sent his son Jesus to die by crucifixion and thereby take the punishment for our sins. The Savior experienced God's wrath against iniquity so we might know only his love. This is the ultimate proof of his devotion to us. We can trust God's word because it is all powerful. Divine power created the world and raised the Savior back to life so we know God has the ability to carry out all his plans. Our omnipotent Father can keep every one of his promises. A promise is a valuable only if the one making it has trustworthy character and the ability to carry through. Our Heavenly Father is truthful, faithful, loving, and all-powerful. We can base our entire life on His promises. He is secure in the knowledge that He will do just as He said. Amen. And now, October 31st, Mark 12, 28 says, You shall love. What does it mean to love God and our neighbor? How do we keep these two commandments, especially when we aren't feeling the love? Well, let's look to the greatest lover of all time, Jesus, to find some answers. How did Jesus love God? Well, his relationship with his heavenly father was the focus of his life. Jesus spent hours and even whole nights praying so that he could converse with his father. Every action and decision he took reflected his father's will. Out of this loving relationship flowed Jesus' love for his neighbor. No matter what he was feeling at each moment, 
Jesus did what God asked of him. He taught and healed people. He forgave his persecutors. Ultimately, he gave his life out of loving obedience to his father and deep love for each of us. There are and will be many times when we don't feel particularly loving. But as Jesus showed us, love is more than an emotion. It's a series of actions and decisions that reflect God's will. When we make our relationship with our Father the focus of our lives, He will give us the grace to love even when our emotions don't fall in line. So how do you love your Heavenly Father? Spend time in prayer and scripture each day. Seek His grace and mercy in the sacraments. Try to fulfill the unique mission you believe God has given you. And how do you love your neighbor? Care for the people God has put in your life. Build up rather than tear down. Forgive those who have hurt you. Tell people about Jesus. Today, think about all the opportunities you will have to love God and your neighbor. Then go ahead and do these things. Don't worry if you don't feel the love. What matters is that you are obeying the two most important commandments and reflecting God's love into the world. Jesus, show me how to love today. Amen. Back in a moment with more reflections. Okay, let's end this month with a meditation of joy. Close your eyes, bow your head, and our prayer from the wilderness is, Father, I give you praise today for showing me glimpses of restoration and allowing your light to lift me. In my storm of affliction, it was difficult to see you working for my good, but now blessings are removing the burdens. Joy is replacing sorrow. Faith is overshadowing doubt and the abundant power of grace is in position to pour out your favor. In my wilderness, you always assured me my latter will be greater than my past. You constantly reminded me you do have a plan for my life that includes prosperity and good. You continuously repeated to me, I am more than a conqueror through Jesus Christ. Now, as you move me into the joy of restoration, you are showing me the wilderness experience was essential for my growth and your purpose. Father, I am thankful for the storms which kept me connected to you. Your perfect will protected me, ministering angels surrounded me, prayers strengthened me, and your word encouraged me. Father, I realize restoration does not end 
the constant battle with the adversary. In fact, he merely devises more tactics with different strategies. However, I praise and worship you as a God who is sovereign, a God who constantly reminds me that you cannot lie, a God who speaks and does what he promises, a God who can do anything but fail, and most of all, a God who is a loving father to me. Lord, as restoration opens a new door and chapter in my life, and your word and promise direct me, I pray for grace to fulfill your purpose. I need your mercy to cover me when I falter. Please bless me with faith to believe and trust you, especially when I feel inadequate for an assigned task. Provide me with compassion to touch hearts as your chosen vessel, wisdom to listen to your voice, and understanding to comprehend and share your word. I desire to live according to your will. So Father, lead me and help me to follow as you follow, as you show me the way. (laughs) In Jesus' name, amen. Again, Father, lead me and help me to follow as you show me the way. In Jesus' name, amen. Job 8 says, Though your beginning was small, your latter end will increase abundantly. Isaiah 40 says, He gives power to the weak. To those who have no might, he increases strength. Even the youth shall faint and be weary, and the young men shall utterly fall. But those who wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not be faint. Jeremiah 29 For I know the thoughts that I think toward you, says the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you a future and a hope. And Romans 8, all things work together for good to those who love God, to those who are called according to his purpose. Yet in all these things, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. Amen. And In Touch Magazine says, we need to expand our family. And I couldn't agree more. And I'm already expanding it to include Dominic. We won't go there. (laughs) Family can be complicated. We can't choose the one we're born into or control how it evolves. So though we hope for the best, not everyone can depend on family for support and those without it are left vulnerable. Some believers might be tempted to shame or judge broken families, but our job is not to determine whether a person deserves our compassion. Only God is judge. Instead, we are simply to be compassionate and remain humble about our own circumstances. 
If God's love is truly in our heart, we can, like the Good Samaritan, move beyond judgments and draw near to fully understand someone's story. Then the love will follow. God's word is full of commands to care for widows and orphans because he believes everyone belongs. So let's watch for people going through life alone and offer them the love and support of a family. If you know someone who is without loved ones or who suffers from loneliness, consider offering an invitation to join you in any activity this week, a dinner at home, a movie night, a walk through the park, even a trip to the store. Remember, your acts of kindness are a direct reflection of Christ in your heart. Amen. I think that's beautiful. Okay, we'll be back with uh, God's way day by day and promises and purposes and everything else we do. Be right back. And God's way day by day. Proverbs 27, faithful are the wounds of a friend. No two people are ever going to agree fully on everything. There must be room in a friendship for discussion and debate. There must be a feeling that the friendship is stronger than any disagreement that may arise. Genuine friends confront each other. However, in an attitude of love, helping each other to grow in Christ Jesus and to reach their maximum potential. No person is strong all the time. No person is correct all the time. No person is perfect all the time. And no person says just the right things all the time. Amen. But God is great all the time. (laughs) Okay, God's promises day by day. Psalm 37 says, trust in the Lord and do good. If you wish to be a man or woman of God who desires to live a godly life that will leave its mark upon this world, you must stand in the shadow of your Savior. Trust him to work through the trials you encounter through the extreme circumstances you cannot handle on your own. He is still the God of impossible situations. He does what no earthly individual can do. Amen. Oh, goodness, I hope that my young listeners, 18 to 30 to 35 to 40, um, are just learning these good old lessons because you're going to have a great life if you believe in God and trust in him and follow him. Amen. Okay. Everything is not what it seems. There's a stronger force behind the scenes. He's in our lives every day. He's right there when we call. In him is where our strength lies. I lift my eyes beyond the skies, 
Only he can save my life. Only he can hear my cry. I want to thank you, God, for giving me one more chance to raise my voice and to sing your praise. I sing it out loud. I sing it all day. This song is my prayer I give only to you. It can't compare to the gifts from you. You give us your love. You gave us your son. And so I say, amen. I know there's some who don't believe. Sometimes it's very hard to see. We live our life every day. Some things don't go your way. But to be without is not his will. There are cattle on a thousand hills, and they're all yours to claim. Just claim them in his holy name. We don't have to beg or crawl. He'll see you standing proud and tall. He'll give his everlasting love. Just come to him as you are. I want to thank you, God for giving me one more chance to raise my voice and to sing your praise. I sing it out loud. I sing it always. And so I say, amen. Bow your head. Dear God, you know me. So please guide me. Show me the paths that lead to abundant life and convict me when I am tempted to stray from you. As you guide me, restore me. I will place my hope in you at all times because you know all things and by you, my life is held together. You are my strength in times of need and you have become my salvation. So hold me close, Lord, and teach me to walk in a manner worthy of the calling you have given me. Direct my steps as you guard my life, because I want to glorify you. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for coming to pray with me. Let's get these blessings started. This month was a challenging month and we're ready for the next chapter. So make sure you come back, start your day, pray with us, and then continue to pray the rest of the day. Have a great one. Do something for someone, and I'll see you tomorrow. Bye for now.